Hello and welcome to Cumulative Update, your source for the latest Office 365 updates and important tech news. Uh, as usual, today we will be starting off with some Office 365 updates and changes. This will cover from uh, March 29th to today, which is April 4th. So let's hop right on in. Okay, as we have many, many, many updates. So I had it open and then I tapped and it went away. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, so Office, Outlook Mobile updates the search experience. Microsoft is rolling out a number of updates to the search experience in Outlook for iOS and Android. These changes help provide, uh, these changes provide helpful ways to find email, people, events, and files faster and easier with more relevant results. Actual calendar search answers in iOS and Android, meeting insights in Outlook for iOS search homepage in iOS, Natural language search, iOS and Android, search deleted folders in Android, speller in iOS and Android, suggested contacts and actionable search answers in iOS and Android, tab results in iOS, tasks from to-do in search, top results in iOS and Android. Now that second last one, tasks from to-do, that's important because that's a to-do feature of Office 365 that's not just your to-do or task list in uh, in your iPhone or Android app. Office, introducing the Microsoft Endpoint Manager Admin Center for Intune Management. Uh, at Ignite 2019, we introduced Microsoft Endpoint Manager, a unified platform that includes Microsoft Intune and Configuration Manager. We are pleased to announce the Microsoft Endpoint Manager Admin Center experience with a new simple URL. So they're just changing the URL. So update your URLs, people. It's endpoint.microsoft.com now for Intune. Okay, continuing on, another Office 365 update, or should I call it uh, Microsoft 365 now because they've just changed the naming of everything. Uh, yeah, so they're just, again, once again, they're uh, doing a rollout to change uh, Microsoft Secure Score to provide better security posture visibility. They're going to roll it out to customers in late April. 2020 completed by June 2020. So check your uh, secure store things fairly often. Uh, there's an important update for a blocked file types in Outlook on the web. So this is Exchange Online. We will be adding some additional extensions to the blocked file type list uh, in April. It should be required by April 6, 2020. Uh, in order to, to minimize disruption from this change, we will not add a file extension to a policies blocked file types list if that extension is already present in the allowed file types list. If you know that your users require access to any effective file type, you can add those file extensions to the allowed file types property of your users, OWA mailbox policy objects. So it's just, I mean, I, I think I went over the list last time. It's nothing that shouldn't be shouldn't be blocked. Okay, Dynamics 365 service update 6162 for Canada. 
So they're going to be rolling out an update to, uh, at least for Canada, the Euro uh, maintenance window might be different for a different region. But the Canada region, it'll be April 11th from 1, a, 1 o'clock UTC to 10 UTC. So there shouldn't be any outages, but if things are acting slow at that time, you can blame it on Microsoft. Okay. Office 365 updated feature, sharing behavior for non-office resources. We're updating how sharing works for people who have existing access to non-office shared resources. We'll be gradually rolling this out the 1st of April. Uh, the rollout will be completed by mid-April. So for files on OneDrive and SharePoint, recipients who have existing access to office file types currently receive a link to the file previewer on the web. The links do not automatically download the file. We are now extending this behavior to all other file types. This behavior will affect non-image file types first, such as PDFs. Images will begin to observe the new behavior in May. Users that rely on links to download a file should view the details pane in the OneDrive or SharePoint websites. Click on more details on the bottom and then use the copy button next to the path section. You might consider updating your user documentation and training materials. So this is interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's probably the behavior that you want it to do because the last thing you want to do is share a PDF with somebody and then they just have a local copy. I mean, it's PDF. They really shouldn't be editing it for most purposes, business purposes. So, but still. Okay, continuing on. Office uh, 365 updated feature secure by default. We're implementing another phase in secure by default, which will affect any domains which fail authentication, although they are implicitly allowed in your anti-spam policy. We'll be gradually rolling this out in mid-April. Users will see that messages from domains that fail authentication, but that had been allowed by tenant rules have been jumped. Users will see that messages from allowed domains that fail authentication will be junked. Domains that fail authentication should already be junked. This change expands your protection to include allowed domains as well. The service will honor the allowed domains you have configured, but it will honor only the messages that are truly coming from those domains. So that's interesting. So there, basically, if you allow a domain on a spam policy and they are still failing SPF, authentication uh, then they're gonna get blocked or DKM or whatever it is they so people need to get on that I know that I've gotten I've been doing monitoring of this and there are some pretty well-known companies that they're not they don't have their proper rec uh, mail records in DNS so this is this is gonna be a good thing for security but I mean you're gonna People are going to complain about the fact that how come I didn't get this email? Why did it end up in my junk mailbox? Anyways, Exchange, new feature, Exchange Online. Outlook on the web, new editor capabilities. Your users who enjoy Outlook on the web will soon have new tools to help refine their email messages. We'll be gradually rolling this out to targeted release customers in early April 2020. The rollout will be completed for standard release customers by the end of May 2020. When your users are composing an email in Outlook for the web, 
they will see suggestions to help them communicate better, such as recommendations for spelling and grammar and refining and refinements to communicate more concisely. This, uh, this new feature in Outlook is powered by Microsoft Editor. Users can turn off the feature if they like when they compose an email message. Office next update. Office 365 update. Updated feature. Command bar menu updates for Power Automate formerly Flow. They've basically just rolling out the change so that it says Power Automate instead of Flow. I don't know. I, I like Flow. The URL is still Flow, so I'll still call it Flow. SharePoint. New feature. SharePoint Spaces Preview. SharePoint Spaces is a web-based immersive platform which allows your users to create and share mixed reality experiences. We are gradually rolling out SharePoint Spaces preview to targeted release customers in April 2020. We will update this post when we start the rollout for standard release customers. Ooh, building a space is a lot like building a modern site. First, a user creates the space and chooses options such as structure, background, and theme. Next, add web parts for 3D objects, 360 images and videos, and 2D images and text. The resulting immersive 3D experience can be viewed in a web browser or with a mixed reality headset. So they are pushing, pushing mixed reality, which is cool. Because I think, to be honest, I consider really pick, uh, really considering picking up a HoloLens 2 um, whenever it becomes generally available. Just because I, I think I could probably get away with doing my work on that headset. So why not? Updated feature for Yammer. Yammer uses your office profile. Currently, if Yammer, if a Yammer user has a corresponding office identity, their profile information is synced from Azure Active Directory upon their first sign-in on Yammer, or if their AD, uh, Azure Active Directory profile changes. However, Yammer allows users to modify profile information. This can result in situations where information is out of date or scenarios where a user can change their name and photo and then impersonate somebody in Yammer. Going forward, if a Yammer user does not have a corresponding office identity, they will not be able to affect they will not be affected by this feature. For Yammer's Yammer users who do have a corresponding office identity, we will perform a sync so that Yammer and Office profiles match. Going forward, Yammer users will need to contact their IT department as with other Office 365 apps in order to change their profile information. I mean, to a certain extent, I believe you can allow uh, users to self-service some of the properties, so that should be allowed. Like, you want to change your last name? Change your last name. Don't don't call IT for that. It's, it's 2020. should be able to do that. Now, do you want your email to change? Then, yeah, that's going to be an IT call. Uh, Co-editor chat access directly from Office Word, Excel, and PowerPoint documents has been retired. Uh, based on customer feedback, we have updated the message for clarity. Uh, several days ago, we announced that the ability to initiate a chat directly from Co-editor Word, Excel, or PowerPoint document would be retired over several weeks beginning mid-April. Uh, however, due to continued issues with the feature, we made a decision to pull the prior, uh, uh, retirement date in rather than continuing to enable the current experience. So, I don't know what they edited for clarity because it sounds all the same to me. So, I'll just move on. Yammer, new feature, make all company feed 
a connected community. Live events and Office 365 resources will soon be accessible to your users in all com uh, in the all company community. If you have enforced connected groups, we'll be gradually rolling this out to all customers in early April. The rollout will be completed by end of April. Okay, moving on. Office update. Update available for Office 365 Pro Plus on the monthly channel. They'll be rolling up an Office update. So prepare for that change. I'm starting March 31st, so it's already started. Office, new feature, SharePoint file delete lock out override we've got a lot of feedback from people who are unable to delete a document because they had it open in another tab on a different computer or because someone else had it open and forgot about it effectively locking the document this feature allows you to override that lock and delete an office file such as word excel or powerpoint when you or someone else has it open whether intentionally or not the new functionality will be available to people who want to delete items from their own OneDrive and to all members of a document library who already have permission to delete files. We'll be gradually rolling this out to target or release customers in early April. The rollout will be completed to all customers by the end of April. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to override that. That's great. That's an option. Um, yeah, it's good on, good on Microsoft. Okay, Dynamics 365 and Power Platform licensing and enforcement deadline extensions. So they're extending some deadlines. Uh, existing Dynamics 365 customers who acquired the team members license prior to October 1st, 2018 can continue to renew their existing team members subscription through December 31st, 2020, extended from June. Starting January 1st, 2021, all renewing customers will need to transition to the new Teams members license. Basically, it looks like for all these plans, which is so Dynamics 365 team members, Dynamics 365 storage and prod slash non-prod instances, Dynamics 365 portals, and Dynamics 365 plan customers. All of those plans that you had to uh, turn over to some sort of new plan uh for have been extended uh for the first three that i mentioned so team storage portals that extends till december 31st 2020 you have to transition or when you renew you have to renew with something new on january 1st 2021 and then the dynamics 365 plan customers uh you need that's been extended to june 30th 2021 so a full year not just half a year like the rest so yeah and then there's also csp and web direct auto renewal extension for dynamics 365 they'll auto renew through december 31st 2020 for power platform p1 and p2 along with flow p1 and p2 subscriptions will auto renew through December 31st, 2020, prior to December 31st, customers must create a transition plan to the new licensing model. Hey, okay, Teams. We already talked about that one. They've added more chat windows. You can pop out chats. Okay, SharePoint, new feature. Create a SharePoint list from an Excel table. Okay. 
Uh, we're making it easy for your users to create a SharePoint list by importing an Excel table. We're gradually rolling this out to target release customers in early April. The rollout will be completed by early July 2020. So this is just in the modern UI because you can do that in the classic UI. And I'm pretty sure you can, st you still can. Um, that's a, why wasn't that feature there when modern UI was initially rolled out? I don't know. Talk to Microsoft, complain to them. Okay. Office 365 updated feature updates for time management and calendaring in Outlook Mobile. We're making a few updates in Outlook for iOS that can help users easily schedule meetings, get additional calendar contacts at a glance, and show up on time. Calendar week numbers. We recently added the week number to three and seven day calendar views in Outlook for iOS. Next, we'll add it to the month view. Adding time zones to events. So they're going to add time zones for uh, the meetings so to let you know um, what time zone the meeting was booked in. Time to leave. Apple introduced a change in iOS 13 that restricts out Outlook for iOS and other apps from using the device location in the background. As a result, time to leave notifications from Outlook will no longer be reliable. We will therefore disable the time to leave notification capability and remove the option to set this notification in Outlook for iOS settings at the end of April, basically. Uh, users who have a time to leave turned on in Outlook and notifications enabled in their device will no longer receive notifications about the best time to leave based on their location and the start of and the start time of calendar events that include both uh, that include rich locations full addresses. A time to leave indication will still be visible in the agenda view in Outlook for iOS as well as in the event details page if location services are enabled in the device settings and the calendar event has a full mappable street address. Boo on Apple's part, because come on, why, why, why disable that? I mean, I get it, security concerns, but we, at this point, if, if you own a smartphone or any sort of smart device, congratulations, your personal information has been sold. It's gone. You don't have control any over it anymore. Uh, it's time that we just started to live with the consequences of that. So, uh, yeah, like we're just going to have to try to push scamming down and do things like that. But as far as that, like unless you've never signed up for like Facebook or anything or always use fake information, like. I, I use fake information a lot when I sign up for services and whatnot, which can be a problem later when you forget your password to your account uh, and they don't have an automatic uh, password reset function. But you should, yeah, like it's maybe like 20, 30 years ago, we should have been planning about that to to prevent uh, personal information from get walking out the door. But at this point, it's walked out of the door, and all we can do is try and put a leash on it to to keep it close by. Okay, so this is an update uh, update for the April third awareness of Microsoft three sixty five temporary feature adjustments. Uh, so they're just loading 
I don't think they really changed anything here. I think they're just reiterating, like they're reprompting everyone that, hey, you know, if things are a little slower, you know, we're dealing with a lot more demand right now. So just settle down, settle down, people. Office 365 updated feature. Get files and items from folders and subfolders. Users can create flows that run on folders and target specific files in the folder using the get files property only action in Power Automate. Similarly, users can create flows that run on folders and target specific list items in the folder using the get items action in Power Automate. Gradually rolling this out to targeted release customers from late March to early April. We will update this message when we roll out uh, roll this out to standard release customers. So that's kind of cool. Um, ideally, you're not putting stuff in folders in SharePoint. I, I know that they really make it easy to do that now, uh, but yeah, you shouldn't just be moving your files straight onto SharePoint and go, oh, look at that, we're on SharePoint now. I mean, you can, but that's less than ideal. You want to put up you know, plan together and migrate things into new places and have a different organization, a more web-based organization, uh, organization. So, you know, you have a menu where you go and select uh, a link takes you to a page where that's what you were trying to work on. So you have sort of like a workspace rather than just uh, folders. Yeah. Anyways, Dynamics 365 portal version 9.2.4.x early upgrade build. So maintenance window April 6th, which was today. So this has already happened. So there's no point in talking about it because it's already happened. Uh, but if you had some Dynamics 365 portal issues this morning, then that's because Microsoft was doing upgrades, and at least in Canada. Okay. Teams meeting experience improvements. We are pleased to announce the following features will be available to improve your team's meeting experience. Background effects in team's meeting. Rolling out beginning in mid-April. New experiences for launching instant channel meetings. Rolling out starting in late April. Improved team's meetings. Uh, join launcher experience. Rolling out uh, starting in late, late April. So background effects, users will be able to select Microsoft provided background images prior to or during a video call. Uh, for the improved Teams meeting join launcher experience, when launching a Teams meeting from a link, users will be provided with clearer options for how they would like to join the meeting. That's great. I find it kind of useless that it always just prompts you to download and install the uh, desktop app when, to be honest, the joining on the web is completely fine. New experience for launching instant channel meetings. Users will now see the meet now button in the channel header in the top right corner. Why was it not displaying there before? Don't know. It's just a button. It would literally just show up in the calendar tab or the calendar panel, I guess is what they're calling it. So, um, or calendar header, whatever. Anyways, Continuing on, Exchange Online, Basic Authentication and Exchange Online, April 2020 update. In response to the unprecedented situation we are in, and knowing that priorities have changed for many of our customers, we have decided to postpone retiring Basic Authentication and Exchange Online. For those tenants still actively using it uh, until the second half of 2021, we will provide a more precise date when we have a better understanding of the impact of the situation. 
obviously they're talking about COVID-19 there, so they're delaying it, which is good. And then Teams, new feature. Uh, uh, what? Uh, hold on a sec, people. Having some minor technical difficulties. Teams for new feature. Teams slash Skype consumer chat and calling intro. Uh, updated instructions to access the setting. We apologize for any inconvenience. Your Teams and Skype for consumers will soon be able to chat big voice over IP calls to one another. We'll be gradually rolling this out at the end of March. The rollout will be completed by end of April. Basically just the external access settings. So they made it a little bit clearer for Teams. So if you want to enable it, you have to go to Teams uh, at the Teams Admin Center, external access, and then turn it on or turn it off. Okay, that's it for Office 365 updates. Let's move on to the news. And I only have, again, really one thing to talk about because the news is just swarmed with COVID-19 stuff. And I, you know, it's tough to continually talk about that stuff because it's, yeah, tough. So this is Skype introduces uh, Meet Now video calls to lure users away from Zoom. So basically Zoom is actually, turns out, not that secure. So Microsoft is starting to push pretty hard to try and get people onto their platform versus Zoom during the current crisis. So Microsoft is offering a lot for Teams. You can get a free six-month trial for Office 365, I guess Microsoft 365 now. That includes a Teams license. And they're making constant posts about how more, much more secure Teams is for business compared to Zoom, which it is. Um, it's not, I don't think, meant to be a uh, you know confidential business meeting uh, tool. Now let's talk about uh, personal use. So Zoom, is, I, I think, would be fine for personal use, provided you're not really worried about somebody hopping on your call, apparently, because that's pretty easy to do. So, yeah, but I guess Skype, Microsoft rolled out the same feature that they have for Teams into Skype. Just click a button that says Meet Now. I don't know how that would be different than just doing a call because you can call somebody and just add people to the call, but I don't know. They're they're doing something something new. So they're trying to trying to win markets. So that's all the news I have for today. I mean there's more stuff with the you know, Microsoft trying to take on Zoom, but we I kinda already talked about it and there's not really much else going on. Anyways, I uh, thank you for uh, watching or listening to Cumulative Update. Uh, I hope to get some episodes out a little bit quicker next week. But thank you so much for listening or watching. Bye for now.